0: Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Friday. For those that are joining me live, thanks for being here. For those that are any, joining any day of the week, I had a little mishap in my house yesterday. My usual coffee cup got shattered. I'm using my other one. This is for my good friend, God Friedman, who's an amazing guy and an amazing speaker. You should check him out. He's awesome. He saw this. Wake up and be awesome. For the guys who went on the winter trip, you know exactly how important that is to me. So, we've got a new cup today, sponsored by a new cup. The boost today is dedicated for the health of Shifra Rachel Bas Devora. May she be healthy and well and live a long, happy, and healthy life, continuing the wonderful work that she does for the Jewish people, for family, for community. We've been talking about the relationship to things. Yesterday, we delved into this topic of unity. And just to be clear, the story that I told yesterday about my buddy who is 20s, i was crazy for getting married it's nothing to do with marital status i'm sure that's clear it has nothing to do with married single divorce that's, that's, that's that, this is not what we're talking about how much or how close you are to the physical things is secondary what this is talking about is a relationship to things it's a relationship to people it's a relationship to property when we relate to the things in our lives for their surface, they don't con- we don't connect to their core. If, my, if I relate to somebody in my life now for what they do for me, how do I know? Well, I am most upset when they don't do the thing I want them to do for me. I can tell myself all day long that I love my employees and I'm the best. Yeah, but the minute they don't deliver for me, I'm upset, it's because what really I value, it's okay to like, you know, grow and grapple for sure. But when I get upset at them, that the the negativity in my heart for somebody else when they don't deliver for me, is a litmus test for what value, value they have in my life. If a kid doesn't deliver a good grade for the parent and the parent is thinking about the kid, then clearly the grades are ancillary to the value that that kid brings to the parent because the grades are for them. Or the, the love is unconditional. When we feel that negativity to somebody else, when the condition that we have with them is broken, that shows us that we're not there yet. Now, life isn't black or white, we're gray. And there are those people that just use other people and they look at them only for what they bring to them. Sometimes these people are just clueless about this. Clueless, they have no idea. They're just so self-focused that they look at other people just for what they bring to them. And as soon as they stop, they'll, 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 do it. they'll just, it's unbelievable. They'll get rid of them, like with a, with a hand because they never valued them for anything but what they do. They value their hands. They don't value their heart. Their families like this, it's, it's sad. It's sad like this, they just wave their hand. You didn't, you didn't invite us? Oh, you didn't invite us? War, war with tremendous implications, cousins not talking to each other over a few dollars. I never really delved into the way I feel about my family member. Property's the same way. You know, one of the most interesting moments in the entire Torah, the stories, which aren't stories by the way, is the story of Jacob, Jacob comes back to the land of Israel with his family, and his name becomes Israel in a struggle with the angel of his brother Asa. But well, how did he get to that struggle? The answer is is that he went back, he moved his family, and then he forgot small vessels, and he went back and crossed the river to get the vessels, and he was alone, and that's where the angel got to him. commentators ask, Jacob was incredibly wealthy. He left his family for small vessels. And the answer is, is that a righteous person doesn't just look at property like it's nothing. It's valuable. What I have in my possessions are valuable. It doesn't mean that I am overly obsessed with every dollar. I don't yell at people because they waste a dollar, but it's not, it's not nothing, it's a property. It's something. I don't just waste. I don't just waste things in the world because I don't need things. It's funny because those vessels the rabbis teach us were very much reminiscent. Some some hold that they were the actual vessels that contained the Hanukkah oil, which makes sense. You see the depth in something, God says? Let me show you what I can put in that vessel that's going to be the vessel that's going to contain the oil that is the miraculous oil. You be spiritual. I'll show you spiritual. God says what our soul yearns for is not to leave the physical world. Our soul doesn't yearn to leave our world. Spirituality isn't the rejection of the physical. You don't become spiritual when you leave physical. Physical. Spirituality is the elevation of the physical world. Spirituality is in. It's not above. God's not up. He's in. When you look over to the people in your lives and you look at them for their soul, what does that mean? It means you look at them for a piece of them that's deeper than what they do. You look at them for them and their uniqueness, what you're trying to do is to connect your energy source to their energy source. You did this incredible research about people that look in each other's eyes. Incredible research about eyes. Notice that when someone's lying, they don't look at each other's eyes. You ever notice that? When you're mad at somebody, you can't look them in the face. Do you ever get mad at somebody? You ever notice that when you, you're mad at somebody, you can't look them in the face? Try this without being weird, okay? I'm going to give everybody an exercise, but trust me, pl- please, I'm, I'm asking you, don't, don't don't, weird it out on me because I don't want anyone to know that like the Daily Boost is telling you to do weird stuff. When you're talking to somebody, look in their eyes and see if you feel something different than when you don't. If you're fighting with somebody, have the courage to fight with somebody while looking at them in their eyes. When you hear somebody speak, try to look in their eyes. Because the eyes are the windows of the soul. They're, this, they're a very sensitive organ. They respond first when you're moved. You ever notice? When you're moved, what reacts first to being moved? Your eyes. And when you look in someone's eyes, you are connecting to a deeper part of them through their physical body. That's why when you're disconnected from somebody, you can't look them in the eyes. Try this. If you're ever in a, in a, in a tension with somebody that's close to you and you're talking it through, try to talk it through by looking in their eyes. If you're ever in it, you'll see. You'll see the conversation will be very different because your souls are trying to connect. There's real stuff. When you're a person that is looking for the depth in everything, you're a person who understands that the greatest pleasure you have is unification and you have energy and the greatest pleasure that you can get in this world is the connection of your energy to the energy that is around you. If you don't get that, then you need to have physical connection. And that requires a whole different game. You need a lot more physical to feel good, which is why we keep on shoving stuff down our mouths. We keep on digesting everything, which is why we consume the world, because it just seems to not ever feel good. I don't know. I have everything. But as soon as it stops, I feel empty. That's what it means to be material. The material world can only make you feel satisfied in the middle of processing material. When you're physical, the only time you feel pleasure is in the middle of consuming physical. As soon as you finish consuming the physical, it's over. You don't feel good at the end of a meal. As soon as that feeling goes away, you're like, oh my God, now I'm full and I still want to eat. That's why we stuff ourselves so much because you love the taste of food, but you hate the fact that it fills you up. Forget the implications afterwards. That's the physical. And after a while, you get sick of the same stuff because the physical world doesn't only require more and more stuff being consumed. It requires to increase the type of thing you're getting. I had that every single night of the week. I can't do more of that. When you deal with things that are surface- As you interact with it, it becomes less interesting, so you have to consistently upgrade it. When you deal with things that are spiritual, it's the exact opposite. If you've ever been in a relationship, you know if it's a real relationship, it only gets better over time. It doesn't get worse because you're going deeper, because you're, you're building deeper and deeper bonds of spiritual connection. So the feeling you have when you're spiritually connected to something is deeper and deeper and deeper over time. If you're only physically connected to it, the feeling is more and more and more bored, less excited. So you you need variety now. You got to change it up. Maui, we have this every night for dinner. I'm so sick of it. I've been to the same store. I've been to the same home. I wore the same clothes. I've been to the same job. I watch the same thing it's not fun. I got to keep on changing it up because I don't really connect to the depth of anything. I'm just, I'm just consuming. So in consumption, if I got to keep on consuming at every single second and in between consumptions, I got to consume something else with my eyes or my mouth or my hands. And the minute I stop consuming, I get this weird emptiness and I like that emptiness. So let me just continue consuming. Can we do that please? So I'm done consuming and then I start planning the next consumption. You know, I, used to, I used, to, you know, used to drive me crazy if I can share it. I used to, it drives me crazy when somebody would come back from vacation and like, it's like Monday at two o'clock. And I'm like, oh, how is the kitchen? Like, seems like forever ago now. <laughs> I'm like, what? You just went away for a week to some beautiful place. And it's five hours into your work day. And like you're back to your same old gruntled self. You ever have that feeling? Feel like it's over now. Feel like I never left. Yeah. When you consume physical and you're done consuming, it doesn't feel like anything. So you know what you got to do? Plan your next vacation. So you come from physical and then you anticipate physical. And in between... In the, in the in the moments where you can think, just make sure someone else is giving you something to do. Just put your head down into a screen and let somebody else entertain you with physical. Go from the job, get on the train. Here's what you should do. Get the show on your phone, put put your earphones in, shut down the brain just until you get straight home. Physical to physical with physical in between. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel deep. It's because not how we're built. Now, if you do it long enough, if I could just be straight, yeah, soul will slowly like whimper, wah, 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 and it whimper. Expect nothing in return. Your neuroplasticity, right? You're conditioning yourself to block your soul. And so over time, like you just feel whatever it feels like. Oh, that's why I feel this way. It's because the season is over and I really miss football. Hold on. Oh, thank God for the NBA. (sighs) now I get to spend my whole life thinking about players. What, honey? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to you. I'm too busy getting lost in some other physical world. I'm sorry. It's been 20 years I haven't listened to you? Yeah. I don't seem to be getting a lot of this relationship. I'm not sure why. Oh, yeah. It must be you. It must be you because you're not delivering for me. We're all like this. No one's absolved from this. You think like I'm saying it, that I don't have the same challenges. We're all like this, just level of gray. We don't feel it. There's no bounce in our step. We don't get excited for the morning. We don't see the people around us and feel immediately plugged in just by seeing them. Our eyes don't light up as we walk through the day. It's not because we don't have it in us. It's not because we don't have enough physical. We have plenty of physical. It's because we're searching for the wrong things. Our job in life is to unify. I got some really powerful energy inside me. It's a piece of God. And so do you. And so does everything else in this world at different levels. I want to connect to things on a deeper level. I want to be able to talk to somebody and get to know the person and connect to them deeper than what they do for me. I want to have things in my house and slow down and appreciate them and see what they can do to elevate my relationship to the thing and to the to my experience in this world. When I eat, I want to chew my food. When I sit on the couch, I want to feel the pleasure of having a couch when i walk the streets i want to breathe the air even if it's freezing cold and under my feet is white freezing stuff called snow on ice on snow on ice i don't need to take anything or hear anything for my day to be meaningful because i'm trying to connect to the depth of the thing that is in front of me Always. And when you can start finding the paths in your life that connects to the things that you're doing, you can be nowhere and be everywhere. You can be sitting with a person in the middle of nowhere and be in levels of pleasure that the greatest vacation would never give you. My grandmother lived on a farm with nothing. The end of her life, I sat with her in our house in Florida and she said to me, I don't understand. Everyone has so much. How come I'm more happier on a farm off, out of a town in Resolvia with zero? An outhouse, we made our own clothes, we had cows, there was no heater in the house, we had to sleep on the, the, the oven. Do you understand the level of poverty that our grandparents experienced through Russia and Europe and the Middle East 50 to 100 years ago? And she looked at me and she goes, Charlie, I don't understand. Why do I feel like I was happier growing up than people are happier today? And I said, Bobby, it's because of how they relate to things. She's like, I was happy. I'm like, yeah, you were happy because you didn't have much, but you had depth. And a little bit of depth feels all a lot better than a whole lot of surface. Me and you have a life of potential depth. What in the world are we waiting for? Someone to get sick? Someone, God forbid, what are we waiting for? Is a virus? that shuts the world down not enough for us to say, I'm done. Every day is a blessing. Every human being is a blessing. I want to be deep. Royalty is our destiny. And God is not settling for any less. I can tell you something. I know very little, but the one thing I believe in my core, is that God did not put us on this world to be mediocre. He expects greatness because we're princes and princesses. And when we look at the world from a, pr- from a prism of the spiritualized, and I don't care what your background is, denomination, religious level, stop all that. Stop all that like I'm not enough stuff. All it takes is us looking out to the world with a little bit of a different lens today and tomorrow and the next day. And slowly, slowly, we all see it, which by the way, for another conversation, is what Shabbat's all about, but not, this is not for now. All right, guys. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, again, I thank you so much for your time this week. I'm honored and humbled by your time. I don't take that lightly. For those of you who see me and say, by the way, listen to the boost. You see like, I feel blessed to have you, and really do. I don't take it for granted that you give me your time. It's the greatest gift you can give me, and I appreciate it. Really, I appreciate it. You honor me, and I'm honored and humbled by you. I wish you an incredible weekend. And I bless you that me and you should be real royalty, to live deep, meaningful lives, With all of that we have, however much or little, to go deep. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Good Shabbat Shalom. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again next week. Take care.